For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is New Bedford's News Talk Station, the place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. And good morning. Happy Tuesday to you. Hope it's starting off well for you. And we are broadcasting live this morning from Rochelle's Breakfast and Lunch. It is located on Main North Main Street in Akushnet, 586 North Main Street in Akushnet. And we're going to be having some breakfast with you. They open in about a half an hour, actually about 20 minutes or so. And we will have a special deal for you coming up at 8 a.m. at SeizeTheDeal.com. We will have a very special deal. And if, if you are not familiar with SeizeTheDeal.com, I say it all the time. Make it your homepage so that when you first wake up in the morning, it is the first thing that you see on whether it's your laptop or your desktop or your phone browser so that you can see what deals we're offering you today. And at 8 a.m. today, we'll be offering you $25 to Rochelle's for $12.50. And those will go quick, so you want to make sure that you jump on there and seize that deal when it goes live at 8 a.m. We're going to be talking about some of the food they serve here at Rochelle's. We're going to be sampling some of it. And if you want to see it for yourself, we will put it up at our WBSM Facebook and Instagram stories. So if you are not familiar with the stories on either of those, certainly I'm sure you're following us already at WBSM 1420 on both Facebook and Instagram. But if you're not, go and give us a, a like on Facebook and, and a follow on Instagram. And then when we put the stories up there, which I have uh, some stories now of the outside of the restaurant, so you know what it looks like when you're driving down the road. If you see that circle around our profile photo on either Facebook or Instagram, that means there's a story there for you to check out. So you click that and then it asks, you know, do you want to see the profile picture or do you want to see the story? Select the story and you'll see as, uh, as we put up the photos of the food throughout the course of the morning. And, of course, we will take your phone calls at 508-996-0500. We will also take your app chat messages via the WBSM app. Um, I won't be able to play any open line voicemails because I am here remotely today. Uh, but that's usually a feature that we have for you uh, at the on the WBSM app. But the time now, let me look, 6.10 in the morning here on Tuesday. That means it's time for your bear update, right? You need a bear update each morning, at least uh, as long as the bear stories keep rolling in. So yesterday I spoke with... Uh, Dave Waddles of Mass Wildlife. He is their uh, bear expert, the the black bear and fur bearer expert for Mass Wildlife. And I'd actually reached out to him last week, but I, I don't know if he was off or if he uh, if he didn't get to the email on Friday. But I was asking, we're hearing all these reports and seeing all these photos of people who say there's a bear in Carver, while there's also a bear in Lakeville and Berkeley. 
And so can we now say officially that there are two bears here in the region? And he got back to me yesterday morning, uh, right after I got off the air, and said to me that, yes, yes, it, it looks like that's the case. So after saying last week that uh, last Tuesday, so a week ago, we talked to Dave Waddles on the air, and he believed that it was one bear. And he said that a lot of that was based on our bear tracker map, which you can see at WBSM.com and on the app. And that the bear tracker map made it appear that it was one bear coming from the west, coming down to the south coast, making a loop, and then heading back in the direction of his home because he can't find a female to mate with. That that's what he's down here looking for. And that when he doesn't find one, he's going to come on back home. And everything seemed to point to that. Uh, Dave said that he was a looked to be about a two-year-old male, mm-hmm. and that this bear was probably covering a great amount of distance. He actually said a little bit more distance. So you know you're in a cushionet, by the way, when the traffic has to stop for some ducks to cross the road in front of Rochelle's restaurant. Mm-hmm. And it looks like yep, looks like the ducks are coming over here. They're probably coming over here for breakfast. Either that, or they just want to be part of the show. So he said that, you know, this bear is covering more distance than we think that most bears normally would, but that's okay. He's young. He's looking for a mate, so he's probably excited. So he's going to cover a lot of ground. Uh, But it seemed like some of those carver sightings were happening uh, at times when the bear was also being sighted, uh, seen in other places. So I spoke with Dave yesterday via email. And he said, yes, about a day after I spoke to you, we started to get reports that indicated there were two bears. All the reports you had been tracking were certainly made by one bear. But suddenly we had another pop up with one being reported in Carver while the second was in Lakeville and Berkeley. Uh, He said that there was uh, initially they did get a sighting in Carver as part of their collection of reports. But that they kind of eh, they said, we're not really sure because we don't have any evidence to believe Wow, that guy just drove by way too fast. I think, I hope he didn't hit the duck. Uh, But he said, I'm suspicious that the one in Carver may have been a bear regularly seen in Sharon and Easton last fall and earlier this spring, but that had been relatively settled. So that means that they thought this bear was in Carver and Easton and was was hanging around, was staying there. And if, that's what I'm assuming he means by settled, which means... That would be a bear living in the area. And that's different than a bear coming through the area looking for a mate. Now, it seems like both of these bears are male. And that uh, that they are both, you know, wandering around looking for females. But as we've talked about, and as Dave mentioned to us last week, once a female comes down here and settles in the area... That's when you're going to have bears living among us. We don't have that yet. This is according to the bear expert from Mass Wildlife. So all of the Facebook zoologists who were all over this story yesterday, you know, of course, I shared it in all the local town groups and everywhere else. And all of the Facebook zoologists who were commenting and saying, bears have been here for as long as we've been here. There's all kinds of bears here. Um, there's not. 
they're, they will be here, and they're on the verge of coming here, but they're not here now. Uh, I'm going to trust the mass wildlife expert over the Facebook zoologists. But I did, in case you need it, I did put in the, uh, you know, where is the New England bear Facebook group? Uh, I did put a certificate from Facebook University, a degree of zoology, uh, that says right on it, you know more about the bears and the bear experts. So if you want to print yourself out one of those and fill it out and hang it on your wall, if that'll make you feel better, you can. But the experts are telling us that they don't live here and they really don't have a reason. I've, I've, I've read the conspiracy theories. The conspiracy theories that, well, why would they tell us that the bears are here? They don't want us to know. Why? They want people to go out and walk through the woods and get mauled? They want people to encounter a bear and, and not know what to do with it? And not know how to react to it? Or wouldn't they want you to know that there are bears here and tell you things like, take in your bird feeders, don't leave pet food outside, lock up your bird seed, protect your chickens? Wouldn't they want you to do those things? So whatever this conspiracy theory is, if they... they they know bears are here, but they don't want to tell us. That's just ridiculous. They know mountain lions are here, and they don't want to tell us. No, no, I'm, I'm kidding. But, I mean, I'm not, I'm not kidding. There have been unconfirmed reports that I've, I've seen some of the evidence, and I, I don't know why they can't confirm it. But anyway, uh, so the, the bears, plural, are here wandering around but they are not expected to, to stay in the area. So keep, keep a distance. Keep your bird seed locked up because I, I, if you look at our bear tracker map, there was a, a bear encounter in Marion where the bear got on the deck. They thought that they had the bird seed secured in a deck box, and the bear got into the deck box and made a huge mess with a, a giant bag of bird seed, so, which I guess isn't the worst thing in the world to have an animal make a mess with, right? Because it's just going to get eaten up by animals. The problem is, is every animal in the neighborhood is going to come in and eat that bird seed. You're going to get all the squirrels, the chipmunks, maybe if there's any field mice around, uh, you're going to get all the birds, of course, and, and, and then if there's bears around. If, you're, if, you're, if you want the bear to move on, I don't know that he's going to move on when he knows that he left behind a whole bunch of bird seed. So if you want to read our conversation yesterday via email with Dave Waddles and more information about this second bear, you can do so at WPSM.com and on the app. I think that uh, there's a lot of people who feel vindicated by this report. And again, it's not that I didn't think it was possible. I can only go by what the experts say. You know, I'm, I'm supposedly a journalist. I can't go and foster rumor. I have to go with what the experts were saying. And as of last week, he was telling us there's only one bear. And now that we have it confirmed that there are two, there's only two. I keep seeing all of these other posts with claims like, oh, well, there's a mother bear and her cubs roaming around. Okay, well, then where's the photos? Where are the photos of this? Where is the video of this? Where's the evidence of this? Why haven't you called Mass Wildlife to report that there is a mother and her cubs? That's the other thing, too. Don't just report it on Facebook. Don't just go to the New England Bear Facebook page 
and report it on Facebook. Give that information to the experts that need to know this information. Call Mass Wildlife. Go on their website. Heck, send it to us. Send it to me, Tim at WBSM.com. We'll put it on our bear tracker. If you can offer me legitimate proof that it's there, I'm not just going to put it up there unless you can give me an address and a date and a time and a photo and a video. Then we'll put it on our bear tracker map, and we know Mass Wildlife is looking at that. By the way, kudos to all the other media outlets that wrote the story about there being a second bear yesterday after we wrote ours. You're welcome. Uh, If you want to send us any of that again, you can do it. You can do it via the WBSM app. You can do it via email, tim at wbsm.com. You can go right to our bear tracker at wbsm.com, and there's a form there to send it on over to us, and we will add it all to our map. Uh, and if, if we're still getting sightings weeks from now, after the mating season is over, well, then we'll have to say to Mass Wildlife, hey, I thought you said these bears were just passing through. Seems to me like they're sticking around. 508-996-0500 is the number to call in. We're going to talk about some other things as well this morning, including in Fairhaven last night. Well, yesterday, they had the election on whether or not to, um, whether or not to have a Proposition 2.5 override that would cover a $450,000 budget shortfall. That override failed. These are unofficial numbers. From the town of Fairhaven, but the unofficial numbers say that it failed 67% to 33%. 67% of Fairhaven voters came out and said no. Well, 67% of Fairhaven voters who voted came out and said no to the Proposition 2.5 override. That's 1,423 voters, and uh, 690 voted for it, 33%. Now, that is... Out of, uh, of uh, 2,113 registered voters who cast their votes yesterday, out of the town's roughly 12,000 voters. So that means that there was a 17% turnout. A 17% turnout for something as important as a Proposition 2.5 override. It's not that people didn't know about it. You know, we featured it here on the radio. Marcus and Chris did a great job of covering it. The Facebook page for the Fairhaven police had consistent information about what a Proposition 2.5 override is and what it would do. There was a lot of information floating around. You know, I'm in some Fairhaven town groups on Facebook, and a lot of conversation was happening about it. Even if it was just people coming in, elected officials coming in and sharing what it means, you know, and cutting through the rhetoric about it and saying, like, here's just what you need to know to make your own decision – There was a lot of conversation about it, and only 17% of voters came out to sound off on this. So what happens now? Well, they've got to come up with a way to make up for that $450,000 budget shortfall. And Kate's article at WBSM.com and the WBSM app dives into that a little bit. They're going to cut $200,000 from the school department and $250,000 from the town side of things. And that the school department cuts will go to the two hundred thousand dollars that will be cut from the school department would have gone to social initiatives, social service initiatives like the family center and youth activities, while much of the two hundred fifty thousand dollars from the town side would have gone to town employee salaries in various departments. 
So there may be layoffs. There may be people who are due raises that aren't going to get them. Uh, and certainly these programs will, will now be falling by the wayside in the school department. So it's uh, the people who called in yesterday and who were against the Proposition 2.5 override were saying, well, because this seems like they're trying to do a quick fix for something that the bigger problem is why can't they balance the budget? And so now they don't have a choice. Now they have to come forward uh, with a balanced budget for the new fiscal year. So you can call in if you voted one way or the other, 508-996-0500, and, uh, and let us know what you think about that. Right now, though, I am going to take my first break of the hour, and uh, we'll talk to you more on the other side. And back to broadcasting live from Rochelle's Restaurant in Akushnet. They are now open if you want to come out and have some breakfast with us. Uh, they are located, again, on North Main Street in Akushnet, 586 North Main Street in Akushnet. So come on by and have some breakfast with us. Uh, just a really quick point of order, uh, something that um, Mata or Moda in Fairhaven uh, wanted to correct me on, and, uh, and I want to make sure that I get this out there correctly so it says uh, you mentioned that the town meeting approved you should mention that the town meeting approved two budgets which is yes that's that's my mistake one with a yes vote and one with a no vote on yesterday's special election it's a little misleading to say they'll have to make cuts they have a budget that's right when they had town meeting they approved two budgets uh one if it happened and one if it didn't happen one if they got the override and one if they didn't so they don't have to make cuts the cuts are already made they're just not going to be able to uh put those programs in place or uh, or have those salaries as a result but uh, there's no concern they'll go into the fiscal year with a budget all right well we are going to be going now into the newsroom kate robinson is back there in the wbsm studios she has all of your news and uh, i am going to kate i will play the music for you but uh, i'm just gonna have to abruptly stop it when you when when you when the time comes because i can't fade it so okay. let's go to kate robinson in the wbsm newsroom Explosions at a Soviet-era dam in Russian-controlled southern Ukraine sent torrents of floodwaters across the region Monday. Ukraine's government said Russian agents blew up part of the Kakova Dam from inside. The dam was built in the 1950s and holds back an amount of water nearly equivalent to the Great Salt Lake in Utah. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky ordered the evacuation of all those living in the danger zone and said the government is doing all it can to save people. Some 80 towns and villages may be affected by flooding. The reservoir supplies water to the Russian-occupied Crimean Peninsula and the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, the largest in Europe. Police are investigating the deaths of six women, all found in the same area of Oregon in the last three months. All six bodies were found within 100 miles of each other in secluded areas of the woods across the Portland region. The deaths are being investigated as suspicious, but police haven't determined whether all the women were homicide victims. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie is going to be in New Hampshire tonight to launch his second bid for the White House. Christie is set to appear at a town hall meeting at St. Anselm College and announce he is seeking the Republican nomination in 2024. Christie previously ran for president in 2016, but he later dropped out of the race. One member of the GOP he won't have to worry about beating is Governor Sununu, who said yesterday he won't be entering this race. 
Microsoft will pay $20 million to settle charges that the company illegally collected personal data from children. The Federal Trade Commission announced the settlement Monday after accusing the tech company of taking info from kids who signed up for an Xbox gaming account without getting parental consent. Microsoft will have to put stronger protections in place as part of the settlement. The hashtag Boycott NASCAR is reportedly picking up speed after the racing company tweeted an image showing support for the LGBTQ community. Trey Thomas reports. The majority of comments from the millions of people who commented say they will no longer support the racing organization. But Stephen Rhodes, the first openly gay NASCAR driver, tells Queen City News, For all the fans that are leaving, I guarantee that there is just as many coming. I'm Trey Thomas. An Oklahoma school board has approved what would be the nation's first publicly funded religious charter school. It voted 3-2 to two on Monday to approve the application for the St. Isidore of Seville Virtual Catholic Charter School. The online school, funded by taxpayer dollars, would be run by the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Oklahoma City and the Diocese of Tulsa. Religious teachings would be part of the curriculum. A bill banning sex change procedures for minors in Louisiana may reach the governor's desk soon. The Senate passed the bill on Monday by a mostly Republican party line vote of 29 to 10. It would prohibit hormone treatments, puberty blocking drugs and sex change surgery for children in Louisiana. The NBA Finals is shifting to South Beach. The Miami Heat will host the Denver Nuggets for Game 3 of the 2023 NBA Finals on Wednesday night at the Caesa Center. Caseya Center. The Heat evens the series at one win apiece with a 111-108 victory on Sunday night in Denver. Tip-off is set for 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. The cheesiest roadside attraction has arrived in Joshua Tree, California. Cheez-Its is inviting travelers to visit its unique rest stop and fuel up their car with the world's first Cheez-It pump. It's designed to pump bags of the cheesy snack inside the car. Travelers can also buy themed merchandise and find unique Cheez-It flavors at the connected shop. And today is National Yo-Yo Day. There's a fair amount of science that keeps them in play. Bree Tennis has the info. It's a pretty basic toy, a string with joined discs. You attach the string to your finger, wind the string around the disc, and throw it. Somehow it climbs back up the string. That's the science. And odds are you've played with one. The modern yo-yo came about in 1928, discovered by Donald Duncan. Back then they sold for 15 cents, about six bucks today. There are thousands of tricks to master, but the National Yo-Yo League says there's only 16 official yo-yo masters worldwide. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio. In sports, the Red Sox go up against the Cleveland Guardians tonight after losing 4-1 to to the Tampa Bay Rays yesterday. Now for your local forecast from ABC6. Well, we do have an air quality alert that's in effect for all day long today until midnight tonight. So you could smell some smoke from the wildfires from central Canada. Now we are looking at a high of 74 degrees with some afternoon and evening showers moving into the area. Overnight tonight, a mild 49 degrees and for tomorrow, slightly cooler, 68 degrees with that 30% chance of showers. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station 14. 20 WBSM. Right now it's 56 degrees and mostly sunny. I'm Kate Robinson for WBSM News. Stay up to date with WBSM. 
New Bedford's News Talk Station. And get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Get breaking news alerts, stream audio, send us text messages, and get live traffic and weather updates all on the WBSM app. Download it now from your app store or at WBSM.com. And welcome back in. We are broadcasting live this morning from Rochelle's Restaurant in Akushnet. And Tom just brought out some food here for me to try. And I'm going to post the photos up very soon at uh, WBSM's Facebook and Instagram stories. But there's a linguisa cheese roll that, you know, I've talked about this on the air before. I have a very large head. This cheese roll is about the size of my head. So you've got to see this thing. And then uh, a just as big cinnamon roll that is just, I can't wait to dive into that. I cannot wait to dive into this. But right now I'm going to be talking with you. So it's going to have to wait a few moments. Uh, And of course you can call in at 508-996-0500. Also a reminder that this morning we will be giving away our next pair of tickets to go to Willie Nelson's Outlaw Music Festival happening this September at the Xfinity Center. So if you want to enter to win a pair of tickets to the Willie Nelson Outlaw Musical Festival Outlaw Music Festival, just go to WBSM.com or the app and enter to win. Congratulations to yesterday's winner, Marianne Da Silva. You could be the next one joining her. It's easy to enter and we will announce today's winner a little bit later on. Let's go to the phones, 508 996 Zero five hundred. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Yes. Good morning, uh, Tim. I just want oh, yeah. to thank everybody in Fairhaven. Congratulations to them. They did a great job. Everybody turned out. The override is now gone. Let them figure it out. They even did a great job, and I'm surprised they stood up to this. And this is what it takes for any issue. The vote is what counts. Well, do you, do you think 17% is a, is a good turnout for this? Override is voted down. I don't care what it took. They came out. They got the job done. It's now defeated. And, and i got to congratulate the people of Fairhaven. They got a heck of a job to get this turned down. And that All right. would be for any other vote that comes up. It's a negative. Get out there and vote. you got the power it down thank you all right thank you for the call you have a good day and uh anybody else that wants to call in 508-996-0500 you can also app chat us via the wbsm app and we can read that on the air as well and i think you know again i don't as i mentioned yesterday i think overrides proposition two and a half overrides are things that come up when there are needs that you can't fit into a regular budget. I had mentioned yesterday that uh, Wareham has proposed it in the past for um, building a new police station. I believe that they used it to build a new library, which I say new library. It's 30-something years old now. But in the early 1990s when they wanted to build a new main library, I believe they did that with a Proposition 2.5 override. They've used it for schools before in the past. So I understand you know, the need to do it when you have a a budgetary need that is something that you just can't carve out of the regular budget. But I don't know that it should be something that you're utilizing just to make up a budget shortfall, especially where, as you know, pointed out by the app chat message, they did approve a budget that didn't need that $450,000. Was it what they wanted to do? No. Was it optimal? Probably not. But they didn't need to go through this length 
to be able to come up with that money. Now, what they can do is if they feel like they need that money, well, they can look at some other ways of generating more revenue for the town. But uh, the Proposition 2.5 override, it, it, again, I, I'll give you those numbers. It was, uh, it was pretty, pretty dominant there, 67% to 33%. So pretty dominant. Let's take another call here, 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Yes, good morning. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad it didn't pass. But people in Fairhaven still have to be wary that it was mentioned that other ways of raising money may be coming. So they have to watch how they're going to go about this and how it's going to affect you. Because if they're still planning on raising the money, they're doing just the opposite of the, what the voters just asked for, not to raise any more fees. Live within your budget. Right. And just because they don't do the proposition uh, two and a half override doesn't mean that they don't raise taxes a different way. That's right. Watch which way it's going. Watch who's doing what, who's voting for it in the town, and maybe other changes in the future would have to be made. So, and again, I'm just going to ask you the same question. 17% voter turnout, do you feel like that's a, a, a fair representation of how the town felt about this? Unfortunately, I, I think it, it's a fair representation, but I always wish for more people to go out uh, and vote because it really doesn't take that much time, and it does affect you, and your vote does matter. Uh, there was another town in Massachusetts, I believe in Barry, Mass., that this passed by less than 10 votes. And other people, when they see their bill and wonder why it's gone up, and they could have spent the 15 minutes to go and vote, will be paying for it for a long time. And, and this was an easy vote. You only had to go in and answer one question, and like you said, it did matter. This, this was something that directly affected you. Yes. It does affect, well, oh. affect you personally and residential. And it will affect you residential and businesses, and businesses will come back to you besides. So you'd be paying for it in a couple ways. Well, hopefully this will energize folks to stay a little bit more involved in town government and follow along with, you know, what happens during the budgetary process. Yes. Because All right, well, thank you for the call. Thank you. Have a good day. And uh, that will um, take us up to our next break, but we still have room for you. If you want to call in, 508-996-0500. And you can also send us app chat messages via the WBSM app. Just not able to take your voicemail messages this morning because we are broadcasting live from Rochelle's Restaurant in Akushnet. They are open. They are serving breakfast. Come on by and have some breakfast with me. Although I don't think I'm going to share my cheese roll or my cinnamon roll with you, but you'll be able to see those because during the break, I'm going to put them up on the WBSM Instagram and Facebook stories. Uh, come on down and have some breakfast, but also remember at 8 a.m., SeizeTheDeal.com. That is where the deal goes on sale. You can get $25 to Rochelle's for just $12.50, and that's going to, believe me, that goes far here. Uh, this very affordable breakfast, that $25, two people are going to be able to come out and have some breakfast for themselves, experience Rochelle's for themselves, and then they will definitely want to come back. So uh, we will come back ourselves right after this break. Stay tuned for more as we are broadcasting live from Rochelle's in Akushnet. And back to the live broadcast from Rochelle's Restaurant in Akushnet. And I just dove in during the break into the linguisa cheese roll and the cinnamon roll, both of which you can see now on our Facebook and Instagram stories. 
Oh, so good. I cut right into the cheese roll, and the cheese is just oozing out of it. It is loaded with linguisa and cheese. You've got to see this for yourself, and come on down and get one. They're open. We are serving breakfast here. You can come on down and have some breakfast with me. I also have an open microphone, so... You know, just like you can call into the show at 508-996-0500, you can also come on, come on into Rochelle's and jump on the mic, and we can talk about things like the Fairhaven Proposition 2.5 override, like the fact that Mass Wildlife has finally admitted that there are two bears in the area. And uh, we can talk about some other things as well. And I'm, I'm also working on a story that I will have up probably later today, I'm just, I, I've got one half of the story so far, and I'm looking to speak to the other half. But there's a, a woman who, uh, I believe in Rochester, who, or Manapoiset, Marion, I forget exactly where, but in the Tri-Town somewhere, who lost a cat back in February. This cat disappeared. Uh, there was a house fire, and the cat was saved from the fire, but then kind of ran off and disappeared. So this woman has been desperately searching for her cat since February, and the cat was found. So I talked to the person that has found the cat. I haven't talked to the person yet who is the cat owner, but I want to share that story with you because I think that, uh, you know, we need some, we need good stories like that. We need good stories where you can kind of read it and, and it's not earth shattering news, but it makes your day a little bit better. We try to have those stories for you and mix it in with some of the bad as well. You know, we, we have to report the negative things that happen in the world, but we also can share with you some of the positive stories as well to give you a little bit of balance and actually to give us a little bit, bit of balance as well, because we can't just be writing and sharing with you negative news all the time. It would drive us nuts too. So one of the things, too, that I want to mention to you uh, as we are here broadcasting from Rochelle's is that when we do these programs, when we come out on the road and we have the opportunity to hang out with you and speak with you and just be out here, you know, we get to hear some of the things that you're talking about. Uh, you know, of course, later on this morning, the counter will be full, the tables will be full, and I'll be able to kind of listen in and see what the topics are that people are talking about that matter to people. And that's what we try to discuss here. It's not just a matter of giving you the information that you need. Kate does a great job in the newsroom of giving you the information that you need. We like to be the place where you can talk about that. So, and you can't talk about things on the local level anywhere else but here. You know, this, this is the only place that has the mechanism for you to call in and talk about the Proposition 2.5 override getting voted down in Fairhaven. Where else can you talk about that? Where else can you talk about the fact that Dartmouth has its town meeting tonight with some important issues on the table, including that one that I'm very interested in about the donation bins, where they can be placed and having them be registered, that you have to get a permit, a license, a permit, a, a, approval to leave them somewhere so that they know who it is who is in charge of it so that they know who to contact when inevitably it doesn't get emptied and it starts to become what goes from being a, 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 a generous thing and a good deed into an eyesore. So these are the local issues that happen on the local level and we're the local place to talk about it. So 508-996-0500 is the place to do that. But right now I'm going to take my final break of the hour and I'm going to chow down some more on some of this delicious food over here at Rochelle's Restaurant in a Cushnet. Come on by and join us.
And welcome back in. We are broadcasting live from Rochelle's Restaurant in Akushnet. We are here until 9 a.m. We have a special Seize the Deal going on sale for you at 8 a.m. where you can get $25 to Rochelle's for just $12.50. And again, as I said, that will go a long way here. So make sure you have SeizeTheDeal.com open on your computer or on your cell phone browser. Uh, it's just one of the many great local businesses around the South Coast. And another great local business who has been doing it for a long time as Precision Window and Kitchen in New Bedford. Now is the time to have new windows installed by Precision Window and Kitchen. Don't let leaky, drafty windows drain your wallet this summer. Keep the AC inside. Keep the hot air on the outside with durable, attractive, energy-efficient windows. Precision Window and Kitchen can also repair your screens, too. Maybe you're not an air conditioning person. Maybe you like to have the windows open in the summer, but you have some rips in your screen, some tears. They're coming apart at the, uh, at the frame there. Precision can fix all of that. They'll come to your home. They'll take out what needs repair. They'll bring it back to the shop, and then they'll bring it back, and they'll install it themselves correctly so that you don't do what I do, which is you go out and you spend the money to get it repaired, and then you go to put it back into the window, and you pop your fist through it accidentally. So they will make sure that it gets put back in correctly. And if your roof is fading, leaking, or peeling, now is the time to get it done. Visit PrecisionWindowAndKitchen.com for a free quote. Don't wait to repair and beautify your home when Precision Window and Kitchen in New Bedford is ready to make it look like new again. Just go to PrecisionWindowAndKitchen.com or you can visit them in their showroom at 1111 Cushnet Avenue in New Bedford and see for yourself the great quality products that they make right there in the shop and then come and install in your home. All right, well, that will do it for this hour. For the first hour, we will be back after the news, broadcasting live from Rochelle's Restaurant. If you want to come on down and join us, we would welcome you. I have an open mic here for you to sound off with whatever is on your mind. Of course, we'll also continue taking your phone calls in the next hour as well at 508-996-0500. We'll also take your app chat messages via the WBSM app so that... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.